Welcome to the Tech Ranch. Now, here is your host, the guru of geek, Marlo Anderson. This is really interesting, Randy, the robotic limbs. So if you're, you know, if you if you lost a limb uh, because of whatever reason, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it certainly, of course, impacts the way you live. And this company called Psyonic, P-S-Y-O-N-I-C, uh, it's it's. It's hard to describe, actually. Uh, I met this gentleman who was wearing um, basically a robotic arm. Hmm. And, you know, we, we were kidding around. I said, you're, you're like the $6 million man. And the, the guy who was with him, the CEO of the company, pulls out not one but two wood blocks, and he chops. He just takes and just goes oh, right no. through them. I'm like... You've got to be kidding me. See, I was going to say, you know, uh, kind of jokingly that he has superpowers. I can't imagine what it's like to lose a limb. Right, right. You know, I I have no idea. But uh, I was just going to say that, and then you said that he can crush wood with it. I was was stunned. You know, I go to shake his hand, and, you know, I shake his hand. Mm -hmm. He said the thing that, um, so he, he lost his arm above his elbow, and this is where they attach this limb to, and... You know, it, it was kind of moving. He said, you know, his daughter, when when she will grab his, his hand, and he can feel that. Isn't so, that something? So it's somehow tied into his nervous yes. system. And he yes. can control it? Yes, with his mind. Now, so he, huh. he can, you know, he was, as, as as we were talking, I had a handheld mic, and he's holding the handheld mic mm-hmm. with, his, with his artificial limb. That's amazing. It's amazing. Yes, absolutely. You know, it's not, it, it, it's. And he, you know, he said he had to train himself. It took about two months. They they had this training program that he went through because you have to kind of train your brain to operate this artificial limb. Mm-hmm. But it was it was just amazing. Yeah, and, that, and that's amazing. another example of technology really helping humanity. Yes, yes. You know, I mean, television. Okay, you know, it's entertainment, but um, but something like that, or it's the uh, great equalizer is yeah, what it is, or the mace we were talking about yeah. before. That's trackable yep. in case of an abduction. Um, that th- those are really valuable to to society. It really is, and and you know it. it a- anybody can. I mean, it doesn't matter. You know what condition you are in. I mean, I just had a, a friend who passed away not too long ago, and, and he, even almost to his deathbed, he was active in society. He, he was he was you know he was holding meetings on on uh, you know like Google Meets and Zoom, and and I'm just mm-hmm. like. This is incredible. Yeah. I mean, the ability that he had to to continue to participate, mm. uh, even though he was, you know, he couldn't go anywhere. Yeah, and I'm sure for him it was amazing too. You know, and it's amazing so. how people do overcome handicaps yes. like that. Yeah, just yep. you know, without without the technology, even just one has to get their mind right. I would I would think. Yep. In, in order to overcome that kind of a handicap and not be totally depressed by it and defeated by it. So I really admire people who can do that. I do too. And, and but technology really helps. It really, really does help. So uh very, very impressed with with that. And we're gonna be talking a lot more about uh CES. And we're gonna get into uh, a little later in the show too, 
uh, one of Randy's favorite topics, I think, and that will be, you know, how you use those smart speakers around the house and yes. at the office and whatever. Yes. And and so this show here, right, you can just say, uh, Alexa, listen to, and of course you, I just... You, you can say, Alexa, listen to Super Talk 1270. That's a skill. I use it all the time. Yeah. Around the house. It's just cool. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you can get in there and do that. And I'm not sure how much time I have here, Randy. Uh, roughly a minute. Okay. Okay. Good enough. Not even. Not even. Not even a minute. So no. let's see. What can we talk about for the next minute? Because I hate to get into the next topic. <laughs> so what's a skill that you'd like to have your speakers do that they don't do now? Wax my car. <laughs> that would require robotics, I know. <laughs> well, believe it or not, that is possible. There's actually robots out there that will probably wax your car, clean your house, mm-hmm. all that stuff. I actually seen some of these at CES this year. Pretty cool. Have you under, really? under ten grand, by the way. Wow, isn't that something? So, well, that's cheaper than the car. That is too true. That's yeah. very true. So, yeah. all right, everybody, uh, make sure you join us after the break. Yeah. And welcome back to the Ides of March, as Randy says. It truly is what the Ides is. of March today, isn't it? Yeah, and about a month out from tax time. Oh, thanks little, for that. A little more than a month out from tax time. So, so are you I, one of the fortunate people who get money back, or do you always have yeah, to Yeah, well, in? this year I did. Did you? Yeah. That this must feel good, right? I did, yeah. yeah. So I already filed naturally. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> if I owed them, well, it would be, you know, midnight on the day before, you know. And, of course, you'd probably figure out, is the extension worth it or not? Do I put mm. it in and, and pay a little no. penalty? And, yeah. No, I haven't done that. Yeah. I'm one of those. I mean, the last couple of years, not so much. I, I never get my – I I don't know why it is. It just – they're supposed to have all your stuff to you by the end of January, right, with all the stuff. And it yes. seems like the last couple of years, it just has not really happened a whole lot. They don't companies. They don't always do it. Yeah, they're supposed to have the W-2s out by the end of January. Right. Um, do, depends on the company. Well, uh, our company here, they're very good about that. Right, right. I think a lot of, I have other stuff that comes into me and, and I think the deadlines are different with that. You know, there's some stuff that I get in that's not supposed to be, that I don't get till after like yeah. the middle of March. Yeah. I don't and, know about 1099s and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, we're not, please don't listen to us. We're not no, tax we're, people. <laughs> we're not accountants and this does not constitute a tax advice yeah, here. Or, or any, or anything else for that matter. Right. You listen to our advice at your peril. <laughs> Even when it comes to tech, like, what we're supposed to be talking about here. So, yeah, Randy and I were having uh, quite a discussion about CES. We were going through some of the things that I had a chance to check out uh, at CES a couple of months ago. So CES, by the way, if you're not familiar with that term, is the Consumer Electronics Show. been going on for a long time. I've been privileged enough to cover it for the last 20 years as a uh, – I don't even know what you call me because I'm, I'm not really a – I'm not employed by anybody that would be – you know, like a correspondent or a reporter or whatever. I've been kind of no. just this freelancer, I guess, that sure. has been privileged enough to be invited back every year well, to recover. Well, you have no dog stuff. in the fight, see? So you, that's true. You're not beholden to anyone. Which I think is why, you know, going back to autonomous vehicles, why I get invited to all this stuff because I don't, you know, Chevy or GM doesn't care if I go look at their car because I'm not a representative of Ford or Tesla or whatever. So I've been sure. privileged enough to, to check them all out. Well, I would think that would make you, you know, a better a journalist, a more a credible. Sure. Journalist is the word I'm groping yeah, for. Yeah. There. But I don't know if I'd call myself a journalist, I guess, but I just, I just report it for what I see and that's just how it well, is. Well, I mean, but, there are people that call themselves journalists today that 
clearly are not journalists. <laughs> they have an agenda. I have no that agenda. I think it's all cool. <laughs> I just think all technology is cool. Yeah. So. Oh, me too. Yeah. Um, the next company that we're going to talk about is Domenco. D-I-M-E-N-C-O. So a lot of this stuff, by the way, that we're talking about isn't even a thing yet. And Domenco is one of those. So they're, they're developing this, but have you ever put on like the, uh, like VR gla- glasses or the, you know, the headset that you wear? I haven't. Okay. No. Have you ever wore any augmented reality? Things? No. Okay. So I've, you've never worn I've studied all glasses. of these things. Okay. Okay. But I have no practical experience. So imagine not having to wear anything and still having the sub or the, you know, immersive experience. Well, now how is that possible? That's a great question. The microchip right? in the brain? Maybe? Yeah. No, mm-hmm. not quite. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually, <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> I sub, am I, I sub, a cynic? No. I suppose that is probably going to be a thing in the future. You know, you can not actually, for this guy it won't. You can actually get a chip now in your hand. Like when you go to the Amazon stores. And you can just wave the chip over the yeah. kind of the cash register to pay for everything. So, like you would have your pet microchipped. Yes, but that's for tracking purposes, right? But I, I, I'm with you. I just uh, unless it's a health reason, like I need to have a chip to run my heart better or something like that. Right. That's a different exactly. story. But sure, I, I think the phone is easy enough to carry along that. If I want to pay for something at Amazon, one of their Amazon stores or whoever, if I can just wave my phone over it, that's good enough. I, I, I don't know about being chipped. Well, I just and and today the phone that. is a status symbol. So that is true. You know, check out my new yes. iPhone yes. 15 here, so, whatever we're up to now. Can does that? That's right? what I do. It I won't get my be. Phone. It won't be. Check out my chip here. Yep. I got the best chip there that's is. True. That's... I got the latest generation of chip. <laughs> you can't see it, but trust me. It's fantastic. <laughs> but I don't know if you've seen, uh, um, there's this program. Boy, we're getting way off topic. Well, I promise we'll get back to Domenco in a second here. We're out, we're out in the weeds now. So, yeah. The, uh, I find mm-hmm. this interesting. So, uh, a program called Upload. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, you know, your afterlife. You're about ready to pass away. They can upload your consciousness into basically a computer and they already have a, a whole city and a place for you to live. And depending on, how much money you have. You, you, you either live in the two gig world or the unlimited gig world. The two gig world means that you, you run out of a steam after maybe two or three days and you have to basically. So that will crazy. be a land in the metaverse. Yes. Yes. That's most likely. Well, they already have that. It's called Google. That's true. That's they already, true. They already know more about you than you know about yourself. But, but they'll take and they'll make the, like the L sign with their, uh, index finger and their thumb, right? Yeah. I'm showing this to Randy right now. And yep. So it creates kind of this. What are you 90 trying? degree thing. What are you trying to say? When you do this, yes. your your oops, your phone appears. Ah. Right between here. So then you as, can as a hologram? Yes. yes. And then you can FaceTime somebody or whatever. So oh. you don't actually carry it. They actually have a little chip in your hand, so when you make that gesture, wow. of, then your phone appears. And I'm like, you know what? This isn't that far off. They can kind of do this already because the holographic uh, uh possibilities are there. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter sure. how you power that, you know. So it's interesting, but so getting back to Domenko, so they are making 3D televisions with screens. So it's not a holographic projection that's coming off of a platform like I've talked about in the past. Mm-hmm. This is actually a screen that would be in front of you, much like you have a screen in the studio right now, but that screen would, screen would be three dimensional. So they were showing me, for example, a sneaker 
and they would go up and they'd do gestures in front of it, and then the spe- then the sneaker would spin around, and so you could it's it's three D, but yet it's just a screen, and it looks like I could reach out and grab the thing. So how does that work optically? I mean, how is the screen configured? So they have some type of uh, lenticular film that I'm guessing is on in the front of this thing that mm-hmm. makes it appear three dimensional. And what was interesting about it is. If you went off to the side, it's like you were peeking around the corner. It wasn't like it was just in front of you. It was just like it was three-dimensional in front of you. It was the weirdest thing. It's kind of like the Velvet Elvis. It's, it it was, kind of follows you around the room. <laughs> it was just crazy. Yeah. But imagine, you know, that at, at the workplace, for example, having something like this. If you're a graphic designer yeah. or or you're you're conferencing somebody, and they had, you know, it would take like three cameras, I suppose, because you have to mm-hmm. have one face front and then two on the side. But it would be dimensional then. Yeah, well, any kind of product designer, any kind of Just, product design, you can almost prototype visually. Yes. You know, rather than having to 3D print it or mock it, mock it up some other way. And then you, then you start thinking about the potential for entertainment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a commercial comes on or whatever, and all of a sudden the Campbell's Soup comes alive in front of you. I mean, you know, the only thing missing is the smell and who knows when that'll be or when that'll come out next. So it was it was very interesting. Not a product available to the market yet, but it was truly eye opening as far as the possibility goes. I always I always thought that the holographic thing that we'd have coming into the homes would be a flat platform like a coffee table. Sure. And I've and I've seen these uh, and then the image would come out of that, and then you can put your hand through it or whatever. I mean, it's it's in the air, holographic type of thing, kind of like the Yoda Star Wars type of scenario, right? Yeah, and I and I've seen on YouTube, and I'm sure this doesn't do justice to it. I've seen you know deceased uh, rock stars, if you will, uh, Roy Orbison's one of them, uh, who who have been on tour. Yes, as a hologram. Yeah, yeah. I went to Whitney. And I went to Whitney Houston two weeks ago. That's right. I remember yes. you talking about yes. that. And it was impressive, even on my two-dimensional screen, not being there and to actually experience it. Yep. It was spooky just yep. seeing a YouTube video yep. of it. Yep. So I could just imagine what it would be like to actually be there and witness that. Right, right. It's, it is interesting. And, and obviously, three-dimensional and holographic imagery is becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it does open up a world of additional possibilities. I mean, would would you go see Michael Jackson or or Roy Orbison? I would. I would. I would pay for a ticket to see that. Okay, absolutely. And then and then then it comes down to, and I think we Steve and I had this discussion. Uh, I'm not sure if you had weighed in or not on this too, but do you pay as much? Do you pay more? Do you pay less? I mean, yeah. what, what's the value to well, the person buying it if it's not the real sure. person? Sure. Well, that crossed my mind. Okay. I mean, I guess you could say a show is a show. You know, when you go to see a film. You know the actors aren't live, right? You're not you're not meeting the actors. Yep. yep. Um, they're they're portraying a story on the screen. So, and everything else is difference? live around them. I mean, yeah. you know, at the Whitney Houston uh, holographic concert, I guess you could say, everybody else. I mean, there was there truly was a band. They were not faking it. I mean, right. they, they were they were actually. I mean, I can't imagine the amount of time it took to practice to do this. Um, but they were truly playing. There were dancers, there were backup singers, there were all of this mm-hmm. around right. her. So it made it feel pretty real. Yeah. You know? and, and the video I saw of Roy Orbison, that was the case. There was a live band. Uh, and he just kind of appeared at the front of the stage. Yep. And started to sing. 
And then when the song was over, he disappeared. Yep. And then he went to the next song. So that's the only thing I don't like about it, by the way, is the fact that they disappear. Yes. I wish they would stay up on the stage and walk around yeah. and do whatever, yeah. because now it takes away. All of a yeah. sudden you feel like, oh, I, I just was watching a projection, not a real right. thing. It, well, I it, think everybody knows that. I, you know, They know that you know the performer is not going to go around high-fiving the audience. But the... I don't know. It, it felt like it was, to me, it was disjointed. I mean, if they had a, and I think I mentioned this the last time too, like if they had a, a like a, a screen across the back, like a dressing screen mm-hmm. type of thing that she could go back into or Roy sure. Robinson, if they're going to do a costume change or whatever, they go back in there. You could see that they're making the change for diff, different wardrobe and come back out. It would just, it wouldn't break it up. It would feel yeah. like you're part of a concert. Thing. Yeah, so. I, I can see your point. I don't know. That might be hokey, though. You have to suspend some disbelief. Okay. I think to enjoy that as it is. Yeah, you might be right. I don't know. I just, I just, because yeah. re- a couple of times she spun off into the air and disappeared. Sure. And, and, you know, it took away from the fact that they're trying to make it look real, but yet they throw this in there occasionally, you know. So I don't know. Yeah. Don't well, know. that was a little disconcerting, you know, when yeah. Roy Orbison just disappeared yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. But on the other hand, I knew he wasn't live. Right. I knew it was a hologram. Yeah. Even if the even if, even if the person performing would bow or something like that, you know, like th- say thank you or whatever, yeah. just not I, be gone just like that. I think that, there was right? a bit of that because they they took the hologram is, was taken from performances. Right. Obviously, he right. did when he was alive. Right. So they tried to put some elements of that into it. Yep. Yep. Um, interesting. Uh, you know, interesting and entertaining and a little spooky at the same time. It is spooky. I watched the first time they did this with Michael Jackson mm. at the Grammys. I don't know if sure. you've watched. You should pull this up and watch this. And it, it, this was like, I think, two years after he passed away. And this is the first time they ever did something like this. And if you watch the audience, people didn't know, you know, there was a standing ovation but only about maybe 50% stood up. The other ones mm. were like still looking around like, what just happened? How How is he performing up yeah. there? You know? I think that's the difference between watching a video of it and being live because there's going to be some distortion when you're, when you're watching on a video and then you can see that it's a light projection right. basically. Right. Whereas I think maybe if I had been in that audience um, and I didn't know any better, well, I knew he was dead obviously, but I might have, felt more like he looked like he was actually right. there. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so. so probably watching watching a, a video of that is probably not optimal. It, it's not because, you know, you're dealing with with the camera, the refresh rate. I mean, mm-hmm. you can probably right. see the little lines run sure. through. There's and all, all kinds of parallax all kinds of, yeah, play. Exactly. And everything. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right. It is. Who's I want running? a cool nickname like you have. Wait, what, was, what should we call you? Guru of Geek. I don't know. Just be careful. I'll think about that, and by next Tuesday, I'll reveal what your new nickname is. You want to? You want to? I mean, we could call you Radio Randy. Could do that. I mean, you're you're kind of known for your radio prowess. Oh, Rowdy Randy was one of, one of the um, names up for grabs for the Mandan Rodeo for the Larks for their for their new mascot. <laughs> I, I didn't know that Rowdy Randy. And that I was really good. pulling for Rowdy. Randy. I bet you were <laughs> for obvious reasons. It ended up being ten gallon Tom. Okay, which is okay. Yeah. Yeah, Rowdy Randy is okay though. Yeah, I think not that's bad. Cool. Yeah, well, I'm not very rowdy, but well, you know, I, I'm sure other people might think that. Not anymore. That one time. <laughs> that one time. <laughs> that, that, that one time. Not, I'll always regret. Not one time, but that one time. Yeah. In my <laughs> misspent <funny>. youth. <laughs> that's so funny.
All right. Uh, we are going to we're going to stop talking about CES because I know we're going to run out of time. Uh, we'll have to bring up more CES stuff in the future, which is good. Well, we wanted to get into smart speakers, and as I'm talking about this, Randy, what do you have in your hand? I have an Echo Dot, brand new in box. You are installing this today. I am. Look at that. My wife bought me a bunch of these. Okay. I think it was for Christmas, and I'm just, I'm enthralled over these things. And as I said before, I have an Echo Show, so I, I can see any camera at my house. I have cameras all around the house. And so I can say, you know, Alexis, show me the backyard. And the backyard appears yep. in the Echo Show because that one's got a screen. Right. But for these, you know, I listen to the radio stations. Yep. Um, you know, I listen to the streams. And uh, they're great. Yeah. Fantastic. Made a believer out of me. Do you, uh, is it, uh, do you use it basically for music or do you yes. have, do you have any of the skills that you've used it for? I, I've used it for music okay. so far and that's so, it. But so I'm sure never... there are many aspects to explore. Well, this is what we're going to be talking about, aren't we? So have you, uh, your, have you ever used it to make a phone call or anything? I have not. Okay. No. So that is one of the things you can do, by the way. Uh, in fact, not to pick on my mom too much, but, uh, you know, she never, she didn't even have the internet until a couple of years ago. And, she, and I won't get into that long story, but she, she wanted the Internet not so that she could use it for her computer. She wanted it because she wanted to have Netflix. Oh. So my daughter okay. talked her into this, right? And so we, we installed Netflix, whatever. And at the same day I was out there, I brought an Amazon Amazon Echo along, the, the taller ones. Not the, right. I forget what yeah, that we, model I, is Yeah, I think called. we have one of those here, too. It's it sounds better. I mean, it's got a better. It's got more bass. It, it does. Yeah. Although this, I was amazed at the quality of sound. They have even the Echo Dot I know. produces. It's amazing. It really is. It, it is amazing. Yeah. You know, because I I'm an audio guy. I go way back with audio, and you used to have much bigger speakers, right? In order to make a sound like this, so it's amazing to me. Yeah. That they've engineered a speaker that can sound this good and have, such a small package and have technology that listens to you and does other things. You know that so too. It is amazing. Yeah. So the things that it can do uh, is absolutely impressive. Well, and then my, with my mom, I actually installed uh, an Amazon at the or an Echo at the same time, and of course she loves it. She mm-hmm. loves the fact that she can talk to it and listen to you know her favorite oldies music, and and uh, and and she does make phone calls with it too. She can just say call call me, and and it will call me. You know, sure. so I I talk to my mom more in now than I ever have in my entire life, even so- when I was a kid. I think. Yeah. So it's pretty cool because it's convenient, right? Uh, but there's other things that you can do. So you can control your console. It's like, so if you have like, uh, it's it, this is interesting to me. Uh, Microsoft introduced voice commands to Xbox and then they, they've been, they kind of took it away. I won't say they took it totally away, but they, they were going to get into this game too and they decided not to. But of course, Amazon decided that they'll take advantage of that. So you can mm-hmm. you can control your Xbox with uh, your Alexa. Mm-hmm. You can also, you know, like all the televisions now. If you buy a new television, you can you can set that up too. And that is true with Google Home appliances as well. Um, they generally are, as long as it's not a Google brand mm-hmm. or an Amazon branded product. They usually, you know, like if you have an LG or whatever uh, for a television or a Samsung. They'll work with all these devices. So you really? can just Yeah, you can say, uh, Alexa, go to HBO, and they will take you so to HBO. They're all Alexa enabled. 
Yes. I know yeah. sometimes it takes a long time for these technologies to catch up. Yeah. Like the Chromecast. Right. The Chromecast right. wasn't. It, not not every app that that streamed would do Chromecast right. when I first got it. And, you know, well, I mean, we're going back five or six years probably. Um, but now you, er, everybody you know, pretty much interfaces with the Chromecast. I think, you know, when you bring out new technologies, a lot of times they're not sure if it's going to catch on or not. Mm. So they're not going to make the investment yeah. uh, to develop something around something that won't be around a year from now. So that's always the challenge. But I think everybody's decided that these devices are here to stay. So I, I um, believe so, yes. Yep, yep. Of course, you can uh, you can order stuff with your Alexa. In fact, there's been some funny stuff. I remember the first time, I think there was a Super Bowl commercial like three or four years ago, and people who had their Alexa set up to order stuff, they were using, in the commercial, uh, they were using this as an example, and it was Alexa order flowers. Mm. And I forget how many thousands of people got flowers because the television, <laughs> the commercial actually activated their Alexa to send them flowers. It was hilarious because, but now they've got protocols in place that don't allow that to happen, like voice recognition and things. Mm. You know, I can't go to your Alexa, for example, and order something now because it has, it's tuned to your voice. It, it knows my voice. Yes, now. exactly. Yeah. exactly. But I can see where that would, would have been a pitfall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the yeah. earlier days. Earlier days. Yeah, absolutely. I think we need to take a break. Oh, okay. Let's do that. Randy's all excited because he's got an Amazon Echo in front of him. I can see him drooling. He's so right excited here. to put this in, to install this today. Yes. You know, so it's, it's, they're fun things. And we're talking about what you can do with your devices. We're going to run out of time, Randy. So I guarantee every, or everybody, we're going to get into the Google Home devices and Siri, you know, in the next couple of weeks. But we'll talk a little bit more about Alexa today. Yeah. I'm getting a thermostat next. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and Amazon has one. Yes, they do. And it's it's cheaper than the Nest which is what I have, by the way. Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, there was a time that's all there was. Yes. Uh, but now uh, Amazon has one. Looks like it gets good reviews, so I'm probably going to go with that one, um, mainly because of the price. Point. Sure. And I think, you know, the Nest products, they've come down a little bit, too. You know, there's competition now, and uh, which is good for pricing, of mm-hmm. course. But, it, you know, it, it doesn't... I don't think it really matters what platform you're on. You know, it just... They all have very similar things, cameras and... And, um, you know, just, just, just go with the one that you're more comfortable with. If you're an Alexa fan, yeah. that's fine. If you're yeah. Google, that's fine. Yeah. You know, so. Because okay. I don't know that one is better than the other. You know, maybe one is a m- more well-known brand. And that's what people right. know. So right. they will gravitate to that if right. they know it. Right. Um, I don't know. It, maybe there is, uh, one that is technologically superior to the other. But at the end of the day, they both do the same thing. Pretty close. As you said. Pretty close. So. Um, some of them, you know, they both have some unique features to themselves, but usually if somebody comes up with something, the other one will come up with something similar, you know, in the near future. Yeah. I mean, so. for the thermostat, I want to be able to turn the heat up and down, the cooling up and down yep. on my phone and, know, and I'm not present. Yeah, exactly. Uh, maybe program it to it'll, do things. It'll, it'll save you a couple of dollars. I guarantee you you'll make your money back off of it. Sure. Yeah. Because of the savings in energy. Um, other things you can do with your Alexa, your to-do list. So this is kind of cool. Um, Todoist, T-O-D-O-I-S-T. There's other apps out there too, but this is a skill you can put on your Amazon Alexa and uh, Todoist, and you can have a to-do list. 
Uh, and it'll, it'll, uh, as, as you complete it, uh, something on your to-do list, like clean the garage, you can tell your Alexa, Hey, I finished cleaning the garage and it'll take it off your to-do list. Now, does it nag you? Hey, you know, you said you're going to wash the car. <laughs> what about that? No, that was two days ago. It, it doesn't have, as far as I'm as far as I know, a significant other nagging <laughs> skill. Uh, yeah. Very diplomatically but put. We should probably make one and put it on there, right? <laughs> I, I always wanted to do one of those for GPS. And I wasn't alluding to my significant other, yeah, by the way. You could, you could have like the backseat driver. Hey! Make a U-turn up yeah. here. You Does know? it like serve as your conscience is what I'm wondering. <laughs> <That's> funny. <laughs> um, next on the list, and I'm just going to go through these quick because we are running out of time. Uh, you get a hand in the kitchen. I think this is interesting too. And Brandy and I were talking about that the United States hasn't made the leap to the metric system. And it, we're one of, I think, four countries that has not done that. But if you ever need to, you know, like make a conversion, I'm trying to read my list here real quick. Um, it'll tell you uh, to convert two cups into milliliters, for example, right? So yeah, see, Google is my friend when it comes to that. Yes, yes. I'm but pretty, I'm, I'm metrically challenged. But if you work on a car, you have to have both sets of tools. You do, you because do. we're still somewhat standard, and we're still, well, we're becoming more metric when it comes to automobiles. So I find I use my metric sockets right. a lot more right. than my standard sockets today. Well, if you need to do a conversion. Alexa and Google both will help you with those. Mm -hmm. So, um, you can get a hand or excuse me, uh, you can, uh, create a home routine. So you, you would probably appreciate this. You can say good night, Alexa, and then it will, it'll turn your lights off. It'll turn your TV off. It'll, mm -hmm. um, you know, start things if you need to. And you can do the same thing when you say good morning, Alexa. If you have like a smart coffee maker, it'll start your coffee. It'll, It'll, you can create these routines. You can get your local news. You can turn on Super Talk 1270. You can, you can build a routine around your lifestyle, which I think is pretty cool. Um, personal trainer. You can hear a bedtime story, which would be great for the kids. You can find your home. This one is fantastic. Keep your home secure. You're going to love this, Randy. Alexa Guard listens for glass breaking or the sound of alarms in your house Ooh. and will notify you if this happens. That's good. Yes. So you have to activate the, it's called Alexa guard. You have to mm -hmm. activate it. And when you, when you leave, you say, Alexa, I'm leaving. And when you leave then, then Alexa starts listening to what's going on in your house. And if any of these things start to, you know, it will actually call your phone and say, and it, it records it. It'll record the sound breaking or the, like the glass breaking and send that sound to you. So you need to know, so you know what's going on. And it will, um, and then you can take appropriate yeah. action. Yeah, that's great because you used to have to have all these glass break sensors. Yes. If you had a security system and they had to be hardwired or some of them were wireless. Yes. But now just listening and interpreting that. I think that's, that's pretty cool. That's right? very valuable. And I would so, imagine that, uh, I don't know if it would sound, listen for water, you know, like if you have a water break uh, or whatever, wouldn't that be cool? Sure. Right. Sure. Absolutely. So, yeah. There's a lot of things I think are possible with yeah. that. If it listens for dog barking, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> or dog whining. If it listens for dog whining. Well, you've, it's funny you bring that up because you can use Alexa to talk to your pets while you're gone. Too. Well, I've got a camera. I've got okay. a, one of those blink cameras. Yes. Indoor cameras. Yeah. And I can keep an eye on the pups that way. Yep. And I can, well, yeah, once in a while, I've been tempted to go, hey, puppy, hey, puppy, puppy. <laughs> I think I actually did it once and my dog looked up from the couch just in my direction. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Confused, I'm sure, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not something um, I would do all the time, but. You have out of town guests coming in from France or from Spain. 
you can use your Alexa as a translator. Ah. So if they speak to you in French, they will you they they will say something and you can have the translator put on your Alexa and it will spit it out in English and when you talk it'll spit it out in French to them. <laughs> wow. That's pretty cool, isn't That's it? That's great. Yeah. Yeah, you know, th- that would take I guess the fear out of visiting a foreign country. Yeah. 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 Well, or, or having people come to your house. I mean, sure. you're Translators, of course, are built into your phone as well, but that's pretty cool. So, yeah. Thank you for listening to the Tech Ranch with the Guru of Geek, Marlo Anderson. This has been a Q1 Network production.